재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Generation Now is my weekly briefing on what's on the minds of young Koreans and how they're shaping their society. Leah Young schools me on all of that. Good morning, Leah. Good morning, Kurt. Generation Now is pretty stoked about uh, last night's soccer, I guess. I know, man. We have to talk about this. The were you, whole were you watching? Yes. Well, I... I started off watching myself just stuck on the sofa with not much interest to begin with. <laughs> but I like suddenly after the half part, I slowly peeled yeah. off myself from the sofa and just yeah. started to chant. Yeah. I went to bed partially out of despondency for Korea's uh, chances mm-hmm. and partially because, you know, this is an early morning job and me staying up till two in the morning is yeah. just not a lot of fun on the <laughs> other side when I wake up. Uh, but I kind of regret not staying up now because it was unthinkable. The only question in my mind as I went oh, to so bed. Oh, so you missed out? I didn't watch a single minute of it. Oh my God, you I was snoozing so much. and snoring. <laughs> and I, I don't live close enough to people that I can hear them yelling and cheering. Some of our team were woken up by people in the next apartment yeah, cheering about the game. Yeah, shaking up the apartment. And it's interesting. You know, Koreans were totally psyched even though they kind of knew mm-hmm. that this was not going to advance them. Mm-hmm. But it's just so prestigious to, to knock out the yeah, world I champion. Korea is the most happiest, really happiest uh, country to be eliminated last night. (laughs) I know. I've never seen a country more happy about not advancing in the World Mm -hmm. Cup. It's face-saving. I mean, they've had a couple of tough defeats, right? Yeah. I mean, you saw the the captain in tears the other day with President Moon Jae-in, right? That was rough. But this is a victory, and this, you know, gives them some honor and some triumph to come home to. I guess that's the name of the game. That's what it's about, right? Mm -hmm. People were making fun of me for having the false hopes, for even uh, wanting them to end up in a tie. Yeah. Remember, I made a bet on it. (laughs) Now, if Sweden would have just stuck to the script and Mm -hmm. lost. Yeah. And Mexico was thanking us all night. I Yesterday know, that's all over media. social media. Mexico. Korea, like, vamos Korea. Vamos Koreanos, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about all of the knock-on effects and uh, the social media repercussions in tomorrow's dive in Korea. Mm-hmm. But let's live in the moment. Generation Now, last week we did uh, a thing on hair removal, right? Mm-hmm. Getting so, yourself ready for the beaches. Yes. So for equal time and fairness, mm-hmm. we're going to do hair addition this week. Yes. Yeah. So we'll continue on the hair um, theme, but we'll go on the complete opposite direction. So for those who are trying to cover up their shortcomings, such as sparse crown of the hair, mm-hmm. uh, the hairline along the forehead and eyebrows with some... Uh, cosmetic procedures or powder products so that the color and the shape would last for a longer period. What's always interested in me, Leia, is that in in many Western countries, mm-hmm. um, you know, many countries, period, uh, if a young man is starting to go bald, quite obviously, at a young age, mm-hmm. there's no shame in it. Mm-hmm. They, they often just shave it clean and it looks pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and here in Korea, that doesn't seem to ever be an option. Yeah, even um, like... Older ajoshis, older people have a hard time accepting the fear of going bald. So yeah. they kind of grow out their side hair and wrap it around their top head to cover up for it. So for extraordinary combovers, uh huh. Maybe to compensate their loss but, and wigs. Mm-hmm. There are some real helmet wigs here in Korea. Yeah, and they like um, powder some like black powder on the top of the hair to fill in them some sparse areas. Mm-hmm. People call it hukte. So for younger people who are more sensitive about their appearances, of course, they're more sensitive about like going bald. It's hard to blame them. But as you said, um, there are not many like cool, bold, like male role models in the entertainment industry even to 
you know, to look up to or th- who those who like embraces the cool masculine bald image here. Mm, I wonder what that stems from. I mean, uh, s- some people say, you know, maybe it's because they have a funny shaped head or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a sign. I think it's just because baldness is so common in Western countries, right? Yeah, here it's, it's like, really not. It's not. Mm-hmm. And so you're in a minority and it's perceived as weakness, I guess, or mm-hmm. some sort of defect. Yeah, I find men from averagely um, in their late 20s struggling, starting to struggle with the battle with their hair loss in their forehead, in the M shape, or in the crown area, and also like premature graying hair. So I guess, you know, it's time for people to look into these options. Well, there are only like comedians or art directors who carry the bald hair as their signature look. Mm, but even and that like, restaurant guy who's yeah, got all the restaurants. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's proudly bald. Mm-hmm. But rappers who are like going bald try to cover up with hats and or like confess in public as their worries so it it is more of a source of trouble for many koreans and i have to say it has something to do with the shape of the koreans so the koreans have a different shape of the head that does not complement the bald hairstyle that well is that actually true or is that just sort of um subjective subjective and kind of uh internal sabotage i think well compared to western cult- countries uh, As- asians tend to have a flatter and wider face plane right. whereas w- westerners tend to have a rounder shape of head even looking from the profile so it well they say it doesn't look good to be bald at, for a nation but mm. one other reason might come from the importance of looking young in this culture so maintaining the baby face the boyish girlish look is one of the biggest traits that people do care mm. it's a trigger for attraction so looking youthful is crucial is a crucial aspect people put bigger emphasis on so 동안이시네요 like you have a baby face is a huge compliment in Korea but you have a baby scalp is not necessarily <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true so hair loss kind of projects the opposite image like growing old and I think that makes people freak out and be worried about what I would be interested to see is maybe some K-pop or celebrities, you know, uh, who has a perfectly good hair of ha- head of hair uh, shaved down to the baldness just to embrace the look for a while. Maybe that would change impressions a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because there are some celebrities in the West that just they've got fine hair, but they choose to go clean, you know? Yeah. Okay. So there's all kinds of uh, response mechanisms projects our products things like that mm-hmm. to uh help replace hair the older generation tends to turn to these wigs yeah the partial hair wigs that you can snap on your hair yeah or maybe hair implant is the most expensive way to deal with the hair loss to remove some of the back, back hair and replacing every hair breath in the forehead area to bring back the thick luxuriant hair on research it says it costs eight thousand one per one hair breath so that's quite expensive that's quite expensive Mm -hmm. but many idol group members or actors are getting the regular treatment even from very young ones who are now in the mid-20s and there are before and after shots everywhere and i guess because fans tend to collect the animated gif files of the celebrity that captures all the micro million seconds of every subtle movement including the hair flying celebrities can't help but care to try to maintain that you know full luscious hair the scrutiny 
I mean, I don't know. I, I don't envy them. I don't envy the K-pop stars and the, <laughs> the high-level celebrities because mm -hmm. they're under such frame-by-frame -frame scrutiny, like you say, by, yeah. the, by the fans. There are some like, sensitive issues that only Korean people seem to care, like envying someone who has a small head. Mm. You know? you want, I've heard a small face, but you also want a small head? Yeah, small head for good proportion. So people make this image division from your head to toe, like listing them. Oh, you are 칠등신 or 팔등신. You know mm -hmm. what that means? No. So from your, your head, eight, uh, eight, it what? goes like seven an, proportions of your ah, length it's one of one seventh of your total yeah. height or proportion mm -hmm. or one eighth. Mm -hmm. All right. And even having a slimmer jawline, calling it V-line, is really an important thing that people do care here, oddly, in Korea. Hmm. Maybe someday the perspective of the hair loss might change, but today and for the near future, I think people would continue on for looking on options to cover up and look younger. Hmm. And not just hair, but uh, for both men and women, there are, uh, there's this trend Uh, implanting your eyebrows and eyelashes. Have you heard of it? That I can... Uh, well, I've, I've seen a lot of women tattoo on yeah, their actually, eyebrows. Yeah, semi-permanent procedures. Do Korean women tend to not have eyebrows or lose eyebrows? Hmm, I mean, there are um, like, people who, who are genet genetically born with like sparse eyebrows, mm. but Koreans are famous for having the, or drawing thicker eyebrows. Yeah. And for a lot the of painted same, on eyebrows or tattooed eyebrows, mm -hmm. I've seen. I think it's the same reason to maintain that look that appears younger than the actual age. So mm. we prefer, prefer to have a fuller and plentiful eyebrows. And uh, there are treatments that plant the thread of uh, eyebrow hair in place or just coloring it to trick as if you have a naturally fuller eye mm. eyebrows. Uh, it costs averagely around 100 50,000 won per treatment and that lasts for two years. That's to color it or to, to implant it? It depends on what procedure. Either one. Yeah, either one. All right. But you can do both. Hmm. So, I mean, is this a generation now thing? Young people are doing that? Uh, yeah, actually, like our Harmony generation, our grandmother generation was the early adapters for the eyebrow tattoos. Mm. About two, day two decades ago, they would have a folk remedy to get a tattoo in hair salons or as door-to-door -door business. But compared to, today's, uh, compared to today's technology, it's really harsh and dark in color. It, that is somewhat unnatural. Uh, today, it's the younger people who are extremely interested in this trend. So if you go to dermatologists who specializes in this area, there are so many people waiting in the room to get their treatment with their like anesthetic cream applied in their eyebrows with the plastic wrap attached on top as a glue. And you'll be surprised how many men are taking this that treatment as well. That was my very next question. <laughs> um, I did a story w a while back w involving plastic surgery and sangkopul, the, the eyelid thing where you get a... Mm -hmm. yeah, um, And uh, there were surprisingly a uh, large number of men waiting to get that done. They get their eyebrows implanted and tattooed as well. Yeah. And for men, thick eyebrows Uh, kind of resonates the strong masculine image mm. that brings out more of the face structure, people believe. And there are um, many women... Well, yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the, the insecurities that surround hair... Uh, especially at a younger age in this uh, in this country, are pretty strong. I met a guy the other week who was a, a Western guy, a British guy, 
who shaved, not only shaved his head clean, mm. but it shaved his eyebrows off too. Mm. So he basically just looked like a, a, a pool cue ball. <laughs> um, but it looked, it kind of worked on him. Yeah. You know? Korea has a, such a humid, uh, like swampy weather in the summer. So there are many like women who don't leave their door without drawing their eyebrows. So it mm-hmm. takes up quite a time to train yourself to get that right shape done every time. So the semi-permanent tattoo treatment Uh, kind of secures the favorable shape in place, not only like saves time in the morning, but also secures your dignity. Secures your dignity? So that your eyebrows don't melt in the heat? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of course, that makes perfect sense. You don't want to have to redo your eyebrows every time it gets a little warm or every time you get out of the shower, right? Mm -hmm. Technology is evolving so fast that even when you come across those who have multiple treatments, you might not have noticed. That same goes with the eyelash extensions. And well, people might say it's kind of, you know, too much work to do. To just maintain your appearance, uh, having cosmetic procedures should not be endorsed in the extreme level. But of course, uh, embrace, embracing your natural beauty is, is important. But if it elevates your self-esteem by covering up your insecurities and saves you time while looking young, I don't think it's something to be viewed only in a negative way. No. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and implant those eyebrows. I feel <laughs> like you need to. I mean, you know, if we combine last week's conversation and this week's conversation, I suppose that people are waxing unsightly hair in certain parts and they are implanting hair to look here younger because the eyebrows are necessary and uh, people don't want to lose their hair. Yeah. All right, Leah. Thanks a million for coming in. I'll see you soon. Thank you.